Hey, hey, yo, what's up, Raider Nation? Welcome to another episode of Down with the Ship. My name is Maddie Mayhem, and with me is my partner in crime, the Sultan of SWAT, the great Sultan Bambino himself. No, not that guy. Sean Carnage. Sean Carnage. Guess who's back? Sean Carnage. What's up? What's up, y'all? Hey, man. So, so uh, you all better now? It's good to be back. Yeah, I'm, I'm better. I'm better. You had the Rona. What was that like? Uh, man, it took a little bit for me to even realize that I even had it. You know, being a construction worker, we just power through the shit. But yeah, it was it was tough. It yeah, was you're just an Ebola monkey know. getting I mean, everybody it's, sick. It's, it's it's the flu to me. I had the flu. Just kind of felt a little weak, a little tired, and just rested up and got better. And 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 uh, yeah, I'm here. I am. Yeah, but what was it like to work construction, feeling like shit? Like oh you man, did? the last day that I worked when I had it was just terrible. I just had the hoodie on and I was just trying to sweat it all out and just just dying, you know. But hey, God bless my crew for like coming through. They were just like, all right, he can only do so much, and you know, I still wanted to make that paper, so I, I went in and finally I went home and tested. And I go, well, that's it for me. Let me ask you, did you drink any beers while you had COVID? Uh, you know what? I don't. I don't think I did. I think I was really just resting. You know, I was chilling. like, yeah, yeah. I, beers don't taste as good. You know, like the, there's a weird taste. That's what, what kind of gives you a little uh, hint that you got it. You know, like beers start tasting weird. You're all fuck, man. I gotta power these things down. But, <laughs> but no, I think I, I usually nor, uh, normally I would do it. But th- I think this year I was just trying to like rest and get better. So, yeah. Hey. It's the end of the year, baby. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's getting sick these days. Well, we had a pretty massive uh, Raiders victory on uh, on Thursday night football versus the the hapless L.A. Chargers, and um, I, you know the Raiders came into was it was it in Vegas? Uh, it was in Vegas. Yeah. Yes, I wish yeah. I was there. Yeah. So so you know the Chargers came to town and the Raiders basically smacked it out their mouths, smacked the taste out their mouths, smacked the taste, sent them home, beat them so bad they fired their head coach and general manager, and and, and you know that's. That's, that's really the biggest bummer of it of the whole thing is that Brandon Staley's gone. Now I, I hate that guy. I hated that guy because he that hated guy. he hated the Raiders, and you could tell that he was a he was a Raider hater for sure. But man, he is he is gone, and uh, now we have to hope that the next person that that uh, the Chargers bring in isn't going to be, you know, like Harbaugh or something like that, or, or like Sean Payton right now. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you got, got Sean. Rolling. Well, I mean, they got the shit kicked out of him by. Um, who beat them this past weekend? Like they got they got stomped, dude. It yeah. wasn't even it wasn't even close. But uh, yeah, no, the the Broncos are still very much in it. I mean, and so are the Raiders. The Raiders are the last and final team that's in it. And I think that if we win out, we still have like only like a five percent. Like no, it was like about a 30 percent when I saw. If we win out, if we win out, if we lose one of the three, automatically games, we're out. automatically out of it. If we lose on Christmas morning. A lot of stuff's got to happen. I mean, I want to finish strong, so. So, yeah, so are the Raiders going to bring us a, a nice gift on Christmas morning, or are they going to shove a lump of coal directly up our asses? I guess we'll see uh, come Christmas morning. But uh, let's go ahead and start by talking about that game on Thursday. Raider Nation, that game was probably one of the greatest games I've ever seen. Here's the thing. After the conversation that I had on the podcast, you know, I ran the podcast by myself last uh, last week, I was hoping for a Raiders loss. You know, I was. I, I felt like... After after what happened in the Minnesota game, you know, that just disgusting display of offense, I thought, well, this team is done. You know, Pierce ain't it. O'Connell ain't it. Like, we need to put together real coaching staff. We need to find a new quarterback. We need to figure out this out, and we need to lose out so we can get one of these top, you know, quarterbacks in the draft. But I sat down, and, and I was hoping that they lost, but they just kept kicking the shit out of me. Maybe that's the secret. Maybe I have to hope that they lose every single week, man. I mean, maybe maybe just betting against them isn't enough. Like, I have to actually actively root against them for them to win. But uh, they, they came to play. 
You know, they they really they really did. What were your impressions about what you saw on Thursday? I was going back and forth. Um, you know, as far as like, I think I, I think I was just if they win or lose, I should, I'm going to be happy. You know, a loss, you're you're starting to look at the draft picks. You know, it, it is what it is. And uh, and then I was talking to Vato Vince, you know, and he was just like, well. It is the Chargers, though, and I go, ah, oh, you know what? That that convinced me right there. It's like, you know what? I don't ever want to lose to the Chargers, you know? I know you're not the only one that was thinking that stuff, Matt. Like, after that, that, that the game before that, who did we play that we lost the to? The Vikings. The Vikings game. Oh, God, where we scored zero points. Yeah. You know, I was like, I was the same. I, I, I was kind of like, all right, I, I told my wife, I've seen enough of O'Connell. You know, I was like, I already feel like I know what he's got. And and earlier in the year, I, I'm the one that said, I go, I want to see him play a full the rest of the year. You know, you got to give him all his games to see what you got, you know, and then make a judgment. And I was already quick to get rid of him. I, I didn't want to see Garoppolo because that's a waste. But either way, I was, I was, I, w- I wouldn't have been upset if we lost. And and so as we started we started beating them, and we we're just watching touchdown after touchdown after touchdown. I was just sitting back and just enjoying that game. Like it was it, it wasn't boring to me. Like I would I wish I was at the game because you'd be doing nothing but cheering. And there were probably a bunch of Charger fans right there that you could just be like another one and yell <laughs> into their face. You know, and it would have been so sweet. You know what? It, it really like to go from getting skunked, uh, goose egged. Uh, to the Vikings the week before, like it's exactly what you needed for Pierce to, you know, he's he's battling for everybody's battling for a job still, you know, and you can tell the team wants him to win, so they went out there and they 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 tried to prove, you know, put on display like what what they can do under this coaching uh, uh, Antonio Pierce, you know, and to me it's his name's back in the hat, you know, and O'Connell, I was like, hey, all right, youngster, four touchdowns. You know, uh, let's let's see what he does this week against the Chiefs, and, that, and then he's going to really maybe start convincing some people. Did Derek Carr ever have a four-touchdown game? Uh, I mean, uh, he might have. I mean, he, Derek I don't Carr know was, if he did. He, he was a gunslinger sometimes, you know? I don't know if he ever threw four touchdowns, though, no? dude. I've never seen a game where we didn't kick a single field goal. Like, the Raiders just, every time we were down there in the red zone, we scored a touchdown. I mean, we yeah. straight up curb stomped we took the chargers we told them to bite the curb and we curb stomped their ass in front of all of their fans in front of their coach in front of all of los angeles we basically well it was in vegas but still we we basically went in there and and, and just demolished them setting a record uh the raiders had never scored as much as they scored on thursday uh the yes. final score was like 68 was it 63 to 21 63 god 63 to 21 i know man, i wanted crazy. hey how bad did you want to get to 70 and then i was like 73 i'm like we could do it and i love that like pierce they, they were like i think at a halftime or something they were like you know what'd you tell the team he's like pedal to the metal dude don't stop dude. we're gonna keep stomping them and i was like that's what i'm talking about did you see that they interviewed brandon staley at the half they were down 42 to nothing and they're like what does your team have to do brandon he was all uh <laughs> that's not us um it was obviously a beat down we got to hope to come back <laughs> and it's like what do you tell your team well we're we're gonna lose guys there's no way we're coming back 42 well, well his last interview was him saying i don't think i deserve to get fired and what happened he got fired yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, that's funny, funny. Hey, but he, maybe he, he and josh mcdaniels can like hang out together and like sit on the couch and get paid hey set a team franchise record you're trying to get a job you set the franchise record for the amount of points put up. Like that has to. Mark Davis is. He's got. He's got a. I don't know. I think he's swaying one way or another. I mean, you still got to go through the process. But I mean, man. I mean, I. I want Pierce to win the job. But I also we need somebody that can actually run the off. Sure, Bo had a good game, and the difference is we could talk about it now or later. But he was in the booth. 
you know, and he came out and was like, dude, you can actually see everything, you know, the communication's quick, you know, and, and, and that's got to be a lot of the reason why, you know, things went the way they did. They did. Well, if you noticed, as soon as Patrick Graham went up to the booth, the defense started playing lights out. I don't know if you have seen the stats, but the Raiders are top three defense the last three games. The opponents are averaging 15 points a game, dude. That's, yeah, that's very low. That's um, and so he goes up to the booth, the defense starts kicking ass, and then Bo goes up to the booth, and now the offense puts up 63 points. Yeah. Like, there's got to be something to going up to the booth, man. Like, they, well, I you mean, know. You, have, you know, you watch the game on TV, and then you watch the, what is it, the all... Uh, 22. The all 22. And, man, you really see everything happen. You know, you can see what the corners are doing, and, and you don't even got to really be focused on a particular area in the field. Your eyes can just kind of, like, casually see the whole field. You know, and, and and it's it's got to be a big advantage up there. Yep. And uh, I mean, Bo, I, I was totally like, dude, Bo is not the guy for sure. You were saying he'll never be an offensive coordinator the last time we talked, the last time I was here. And and then he puts up the most points in franchise history with a rookie quarterback. Yeah. And you're like, man, that that has to say something. Yeah. You know, like it's 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 only one game. But you know what? Either way, it's one game that's going to go down in history that we'll remember it forever. You know what just hit me right now? Do you know why they call it all 22? Why? Because there's 11 guys on offense and 11 guys on defense. And you can see all of them. (laughs) (laughs) So you shouldn't ask, like, what what do they call it? It's all 22. So you can see all 22 guys. All 22 guys. At all times. I think that's the case. I could be wrong, but I think that... that How could could that be wrong? It literally just hit me right now. Okay. Yeah, so that was just an incredible beatdown. And everything you're saying about Antonio Pierce is... Is right on the money, but I have two concerns. My concern number one is this: we cannot crown Antonio Pierce to be the next coach until he beats the Chiefs. If we go into Arrowhead and we get curb stomped again, just like last game, right? I mean, dude, if we go into Arrowhead and score fourteen points right off the bat and fourteen nothing, I'm st- after what happened the first time. I'm still not going to be very happy. Oh like, yeah, four so, quarters. So if if the Raiders go into the game and they get beat or embarrassed or demolished, I'm I'm sorry, dude. Like. You did a great job, Antonio Pierce. Like, thanks, but you can't beat the Chiefs, so we obviously need somebody else to to come in here. And my other point, I can't remember who was who was mentioning this, but if you look at the league, all of the bottom feeder teams around the league, the teams in last place, all have defensive head coaches. All the teams running, basically running everybody and kicking everybody's ass, offensive head coach. I think the best the best defensive head coach that you know the best team with a defensive head coach are the Bills. And and honestly, I mean the Bills they're just an anomaly, but all the other teams that have defensive head coaches, they're just they're not great. Well, things have been changing, you know. <clears throat> I think it was like the last time, you know, it was about the defense that I can remember it was like back when the the Seahawks had their legion of boom. You know, and that every everybody was talking about defensive defenses win championships. You heard it all the time, and now we're saying another thing. You know, and the mobile there's something to these quarterbacks extending plays with their legs because, like, you can pick the perfect play against you know the offensive play as defense, and if all of a sudden the quarterback starts moving to the left and just kind of freelancing, now all bets are off. You know, now it's a matter of just getting open. And as a quarterback, you're giving your receivers more time to get open. And as as long as they're used to you doing that, I mean, there's a lot more plays to be had than just the first one that you initially called. That is true. I know that Jalen Hurts is kind of struggling over there in Philadelphia, and he's a quarterback that can move. 
So just just being a mobile quarterback doesn't necessarily make you awesome. I know that Aiden has a killer ball. I mean, he you know he's got great touch and 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 man, he was just lights out. He had on some Thursday. nice passes that day. He really man. did. Nice I mean, let let's make no mistake about it. He's not he's not mobile at all. He's the least mobile quarterback in the league probably. But dude, look at what the Steelers did with Ben Roethlisberger. That guy couldn't run for shit and 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 he won him a championship. So it's it's not out of the realm of possibility. I'll tell you one of the big things that I noticed in the game, and we'll talk about this specific like the the top three things that I noticed that I think that made a really big difference aside from Bo going up into the booth number one having uh Dylan Parham at center instead of Andre James made a huge difference in the game there was no offensive line breakdowns miscommunications um you could tell that he was really locked in and he was kind of commanding the 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 line the offensive line and calling out the blitz the blitzes that the that the Chargers were trying to throw there was no quick defensive tackles like beating him off the line like they do so often with Andre Andre James so that was a, a, a major difference I think in in the game as a matter of fact if you looked at the whole offensive line I, I watched a little bit of the of the tape after and it was without Colt Miller it was without Colt Miller and Thayer Mumford was the weak link still he did good though I mean he had Mac he had to deal with Mac the whole game but he got beat a few times but it doesn't matter I mean he's you know it's Khalil Mack like he he ate I mean and and look what he did Khalil Mack got zero sacks yeah he put up a fat goose egg after getting what seven against us last game. So you know you got to give him his you got to give him his flowers for that. The other difference is I think on the defensive side of the ball, Ty- Tyree Wilson has really made a difference at defensive tackle. I think that that has been just a huge good change that Patrick Graham made. I mean, obviously as 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 an end, he he's too slow off the line, but as a defensive tackle, he's faster than than most big defensive tackles, and so he's able to use that speed to kind of get past these these interior offensive linemen. And then of course the third thing is Malcolm Coons just coming out of nowhere and being this badass like yeah. compliment all yeah. of a sudden. Uh, I mean, he's eating. If you look at his pass rush moves and some of the dirty shit that he's doing, like he is, he's killing it, dude. And he's going to continue to kill it. Him and Max, dude, Max had a quiet game. It was all Malcolm Kuntz on the other side. Of course, yeah. they, you know, they had double and triple team Max, so that that makes sense. And Max, Max is hurt, injured. Yep. Yeah, he's hurt right now. But I mean, those three, and then of course we can't understate the difference that was made when they got rid of Marcus Peters and they and they got they put Jack Jones there. Oh, Jack Jones. Jack Jones is playing like a like a fucking monster, and and honestly, his arrogance and 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 his like demeanor is exactly what you want in a cornerback. Like your cornerbacks are supposed to be the the check me out, I'm better than everybody on the field type player. I mean, that's how Dion was. That's how Woodson was. And 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 Jack Jones is just another in, in the line of those types of quarterbacks. I mean, he plays aggressive. He plays he plays like he's the best, the, the baddest motherfucker on the field. And you saw it with that amazing, I would say, play that, of the year oh, interception yeah. where he yeah. just just timed that shit. He said he like back. overshot it. Caught the caught the ball like got air. It reminded somebody had mentioned. I think Patrick Graham mentioned it looked like the Air Jordan, like the kiss, kiss the rim, kiss the rim, kiss dude. the rim, and like he, you know, he's up there with the with the ball in his hand. What I mean, an awesome was, play! It was incredible. They got to make a poster out of that shit. Yeah, but man, best play. Those those are some of the difference makers that I see, and 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 honestly, it's it's just refreshing to watch. It was nice to watch the Raiders on the other side of a blowout for once. You know what I mean? It was just it was it did the soul good. You know, and, I, and I'm really I was really happy to see it. It's gonna to make the end of the season and us probably not making the playoffs easier to swallow especially could you imagine if we win two of these next three games and, and like end on a good note yeah that's what we have to do and the thing is it was it was all aspects of the football game you know the offense was killing it the defense was scoring you know like aj cole you never got to worry about and, and carlson you know anytime he doesn't got to go out there and do anything that's a good that's a good day 
you know, and and just seeing a complete team win, you can see what 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 this what this team can do. I mean, we all we all saw the talent all year. We were like, we have the talent to score, we have the talent to stop people, and and finally, you get to see it all put together. And you know, it, beating any team in the NFL is tough, but to to put a spanking like that on anybody, it's it says a lot, you know. And our team seems beside besides that goose egg in Minnesota. I don't know what happened there. You you started seeing like the team was coming together. Man, I, if we would have just took that game, we'd we'd be even closer into being the playoffs right now but all I could ask for is I'd like to I mean one game at a time but if we could win out playoffs or not you know what I mean you're going on a four game win streak out of this thing with that blowout under your belt you know it's going to be really hard to let coach Pierce go yeah and and for those of you who like me were hoping to lose out because you wanted to move up in the draft to get you know to get a quarterback let's not forget when the Chiefs drafted Patrick Mahomes I think they were like 19 or 21 or something like that and they moved all the way up to get him so it's not like moving down because we're winning is going to keep us from getting one of these quarterbacks. The Raiders absolutely need to get one of these quarterbacks uh, in the upcoming draft, whether it's the kid out of um, out of uh, LSU uh, or it's the kid out of SC or it's Drake May out of out of uh, North Carolina. Like they got to get one of those guys. They got to get one of those three guys. And then there's a the second tier of guys like, you know, Bo Nix and, and, and some of these other guys. Like they can get them in the second or third round, but they're not going to be like difference makers like the top three dudes might be. They have to come up with one of those top three guys. And if they have to give up this year's first and a second and next year's first and even the year after that's first, fucking do whatever you got to do. We need a quarterback. And then you put them in competition with Aiden and then you go and sign yourself a veteran and you have the three of them duke it out and whoever wins, wins. And that, you know, when we go into the next year with all the weapons that we have and, and we build off of it and we'll see who the coach is going to be I will say that it's probably not a good idea to sign Josh Jacobs I think at this point you got to let him go we saw that we could not only win without him but kick the shit out of a team without him he's awesome but he gets injured too easily now it's not to say Zamir White's the guy I, what I would do is I would draft a, a running back in the second round next year I'd go quarterback running back and then go all defense the rest of the way dude I was watching uh, I was uh, looking at a, a mock draft at NFL or CBS sports put out and they had us taking a wide receiver and I was like get the fuck out of here that's like our strongest room and you yeah. think we're going to draft a wide receiver at the beginning of the draft is there any veteran quarterbacks that could be available next year that in your head you're like I don't know I'll, I'll take a guy that you know I'm comfortable grabbing this guy and thinking we you know we could do something with him and to him having the experience of NFL games under his belt maybe a, I mean a lot of people are saying Justin Fields you know what I mean maybe a change of scenery is good for him there was some I mean there was some report that was like oh you know, like almost like they're they're really looking at Justin Fields like to tri or something like that like it was like a for sure thing I'm like I don't think anything's for sure right now well, you but gotta, you got to be careful about the, some of those reports I know that Mitchell Renz guy keeps like saying oh I'm hurt I'm hearing this stuff but it's never really true. Like yeah. he said that the Raiders are like half the players want Justin Fields. He also, you know what he said today That's that what it was. Mark Davis, Mark Davis has had backdoor discussions with, with Harbaugh. And I'm like, man, shut up. You yeah. don't know any of this it's stuff. You are, it's clickbait, dude. You're just trying to, he makes his living lying to people on YouTube about the Raiders and, and these, these fans eat it up, man. And well, so, is there, is there any quarterbacks though you could think of that, you know, that you'd be like, I don't know. I, 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 I it'd be worth like grabbing him. Cause now you can go and look for somebody else. Maybe a defensive guy in the, in the draft. Uh, Kirk cousins, Kirk cousins. I'd be happy with cousins. Yeah. Um, I think he's a winner. Uh, I think that Fields would be okay. You know, if Jalen Hurts wears out his welcome oh, in, I would in love Philly, to get Jaylen, you take yeah. Jalen Hurts. You know, I mean, there, there's, there's, there's possibilities. It all depends on who our head coach is going to be. 
You know what I mean? And and, and we got to give Antonio Pierce a shot because I tell you, those players are playing hard for him and they ain't going to be happy if they fire, you know, if they fire him and he, you know, if he wins out and they fire him, like the team is going to revolt. You know, we've had some, we've had some pretty good rosters, you know, with some stars on it and, and some pretty bad coaching, you know, in the past years. And sometimes that's what it takes is a coach just getting your players to play. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't got to be the, the guru that all these other people are. You know, sometimes you just need that guy to let these players do what they're supposed to do. And he definitely has their attention. You hear these rumors about uh, Mark Davis wants Gruden back. It's like, no, he doesn't, yeah. dude. F*** <laughs> off. Get the f*** out of here with that. Gruden is yeah. not coming back. I'm sorry. And if he does come back, he'll come back as our offensive coordinator, and that's it, dude. You know what? If they keep Pierce and they bring Gruden back as offensive coordinator, that's fine, but dude. Even, even Gruden, when he was over here running plays, like it just seemed kind of like archaic, right? Yeah. Like it, 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 you need these young guys, dude. I really like the coach for the Dolphins, man. I don't know what it is. I like his little swag, dude. I, I like his like his his team meetings. You know, I just listened to one, and you know, he called a bad game. It was a game where they got blown out. I think to uh, it wasn't a good team. You know, like all of a sudden, Dolphins lost to like a like a crappy team. And he went in there and he's like, you know what? My office or my play calling was shit. He's like, it's not acceptable. It's garbage. You know, and he like calls himself out in front of yeah. everybody. And the opposite of like, Josh McDaniels. Yeah, opposite of Josh <laughs> McDaniels. You know, I just I like that guy's. There was another video I saw where it was just like, I mean, this is where his head's at. But he was like, hey. Jalen Waddle is going to be a one-play drive right now. You know, before the play happened, he's like, it's one-play drive. All of a sudden, it was a bomb to Waddle. Done. Touchdown, dude. And he had called it. You know, like, the guy knows what he's doing back there, you know? Like, we need somebody like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, he's a motivator, too. And and so he comes from the Shanahan tree. I would not mind for the Raiders to, to maybe, you know, if you're going to – if they keep Pierce, he's going to need an offensive coordinator. Go get the Niners quarterback coach or somebody that is, has learned the Shanahan system because – I'm telling you, the Niners are going to win it all this year. There's no way anybody's beating them. Who's beating the Niners, dude? Buffalo ain't going to beat them. Kansas the Ravens City are going to beat the Niners, dude. You think so? You watch, dude. They're gonna, it's because it's because I've been following Lamar Jackson and that team all year, and man, they're they're pretty good. Like, you know, the last time the Ravens were in the Super Bowl was against the Niners. Was it? Yeah, it was Harbaugh versus Harbaugh. Yeah, they're and, pl- they're playing each other um, not this week, but the following week. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be the Niners' opportunity to get. Or no, revenge. they're playing Monday. I think they're playing this week. Uh, the Niners. Are they really? Yep. Yeah. Well. we'll We'll see what happens. I mean, it could be a match. Or it could be a, a Super Bowl preview. I guess we'll see. But uh, back to the Raiders. So we have the Chiefs on Christmas Day. You know, we're going to wake up and, and, you know, open our presents and and see what Santa Claus brought us. And, and hopefully uh, yeah. hopefully it's not a big lump of coal. 10 a.m. West Coast time. 10 a.m. West Coast time. Uh, that's the one advantage, I think, of East Coast. Uh, watching the games on the East Coast, uh, you get the 10 o'clock game. You actually get at 1 o'clock. So you get a whole day of just chilling, and then you watch football in yeah, the but, afternoon. Yeah, but, but if you're trying to watch the nighttime game, like for me, I would miss it because I got to get up early for work. Yeah, dude. starts. At like seven when o'clock. we when we were in Connecticut, I watched the Sunday night football game. That shit didn't end till midnight, dude. I don't know how they do that about. on the East Coast. That's what I'm talking about, dude. That's that's terrible, dude. 10 a.m. ain't bad, bro. To any of you fans listening to this pod on the East Coast of the United States, like, how do you do that? How do you watch the Sunday night football games and still get up to work? I would call in sick so many Mondays, dude. Yeah, Mondays would be off the table. So we have the Chiefs on on Monday Night Football, and we'll get into our predictions in a little bit. And then we have the Colts, and then we end with the Broncos. Colts are playing pretty good themselves, and the Broncos also are having a resurgence, man. Um, I think out of those three, obviously my my desire would be to beat the the teams in the West. So obviously I would rather beat the Chiefs and the Broncos. I tell you what, it would be great to knock the Broncos out of contention. Like if we get out of it, and then we go in there and knock them out of it, that would be the best. Hell, I mean, even beating the Chiefs could like kind of take their home field advantage, you know, like and 
and put that farther away. Like, oh, man. We could be spoilers. Well, the last time the Raiders did beat the Chiefs was in Arrowhead. Remember that was the John Gruden, let's ride the bus around the stadium like yeah. multiple times game. Yep. Hey, Chiefs haven't been the same team, you know. Like I, I think we, I definitely think we always got a shot against them. You, you know, all the players that are kind of hurt, they're going to come and play. That you know, Jacobs is already practicing again. I think they say Colt Miller's going to come back. Um, I think you know, I saw that Andre James is coming back too. I hope they you know don't Max Crosby ain't sitting this one out. You know, like everybody's going to want to be there for this Chiefs game because we everybody hates the Chiefs. Well, too. and after the loss. After the last game, this team's probably pissed. They left a, we left a won. sour taste we in our mouths. We should have beat their yeah. ass, dude. We, we so had it. They're gonna come in. They're gonna come in. They got some momentum going from this Chargers victory, and 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 they're they're kind of feeling themselves a little bit. Like if they come in and play with the passion and the intensity. Did you see they interviewed Jack Jones today? And they said, are you worried about, you know, the, the Chiefs' offensive weaponry, like all the wide receivers and the speed that they had? And Jack Jones is like, no. They're like, they're like Mahomes is a magician. So if you take if you punch him in the mouth or basically knock him, like, it ruins the whole act. Yeah, it's like if you take the magician out of the magic show, there is no magic yeah, exa- show. Yeah, exactly. So they're, you know they're going to be coming for him. It's whether or not the Raiders can, can manage Pacheco or McKinnon. I think Pacheco's Pacheco out. Pacheco is coming back. Oh, he's coming back? He's, he'll yeah. be back for this game. And so, he's good. He's, he's, you know, he's a receiver. He's a receiving running back or whatever and he's a good runner well kelsey's hurt i i think i think i heard somewhere that he's kind of nursing an injury so you know and he's the raider killer so that'll help our chances for sure yeah i've really been liking what uh trey tucker's been doing as far as our offense and kind of just opening the field up you know with the, with those wheels you know and uh Devontae was talking about him recently and uh he was saying that trey like on top of just being fast you know like he, he was saying like a speedy receiver could just kind of like blow past somebody kind of go wide but he's actually picking a uh, Devonte adams brain about route running and he's not trying to take the wide route he's still trying to run the, the tight routes but still be fast and Devonte was like dude if you can get a receiver with his god-given speed and and you get him route running like tyreek got, only got better and better route running you know and he's he's the best receiver in the league right now that guy is unstoppable if this could be like our our version, our poor man's version, you said it before of Tyreek, I'm cool with it because all he's got to do is keep holding on to the ball. Like every every catch is like he almost he, did he catch it or not? It's like it's too close. Just catch it, hold it, hold the ball. You know that's the only thing I could ask about Trey Tucker. But really liking what this kid's been doing, man. Did, what a great pickup. Speaking of Tyreek, did you see? Uh, uh, he's got like five baby mamas that are like coming at him, dude, trying to get him to pay child support. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> all he does is go city to city and knock up some broad dude. Up some new chick, dude. <laughs> got another kid with her, dude. Oh man, well Make if you got Tyreeks all over the place, if, dude. if you got the money, dude, you might as well. Hey, how many? Hey, given the chances, like which one of his kids is gonna play football in the future? There's yeah. got to be at least one of them. One gonna of them has some wheels. Dude. Yeah, one of them's gonna be fast. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, I'll tell you who I've been really enjoying watching just start turning into a beast is Mayor, dude. Michael Mayer oh, yeah. has been. Has been lights out the last couple of games. His blocking has gotten better. Still not great, but it's better. Did and you see him freaking pancake Mac? He did. He did. And and like I said, it's getting better. He still gets moved sometimes, but then you know you put him in the middle and and you know O'Connell throws in the ball. He catches it all the time, and he he'll get a few more yards out of yeah, it. Yeah, when he has the ball in his hands, he looks just really powerful. Yeah, he's like, a just monster. Really strong, and he's still young. Like give him one off season in the weight room, and he's gonna be a beast, dude. That guy could potentially turn into a Gronk. So yeah, he's just getting more and more comfortable. You know, the more he's in there. I love our offense, man. I really do. I love our offense, dude. I love our defense. I think we need we we need another cornerback. I love Amik. I love Jack Jones, oh, but yeah. like we need a lockdown corner. You know what I mean? And I think that I wouldn't mind us having maybe one more defensive tackle, maybe another linebacker. But Diablo's been doing Dude, good. Diablo Spillane's has been, been really doing great. good. 
So who knows, man? All I know is that the defense is, is overperforming for sure above their pay grade. The offense is probably underperforming a little bit last game aside, you know, so we'll see what happens there. And we'll see, you know, again, this this Chiefs game will be an excellent litmus test to see whether or not the Raiders really have improved, whether or not that defense is for real and whether or not the offense is finally clicked and, and whether or not that move up to the up to the booth is, is going to help Bo kind of figure it against out. Against Andy Reid. Yeah, against Andy Reid, man. That's Well, I mean, it's not Bo against Andy Reid. It's Patrick Graham versus Andy Reid. It's yeah. Bo against uh, Spagnola. Steve Spagnola is their defensive coordinator over there. All right, so predictions then. What do you think uh, is going to happen in the game? Are we going to have a very Merry Christmas, or is, uh, is Patrick McGrinch going to come in and uh, steal our Christmas from us? Man, you know, you know I'm thinking the Raiders are going to win. Because I always do. Like, what a great confidence booster for Aiden O'Connell, at least, to, and, and the whole team, to go in against the Chiefs. You know, all of those guys are feeling themselves, and sometimes that's what it takes. You know, like, or sometimes it takes that blowout game to, like, have your comeback game, you know, which, you know, obviously 63 points was our comeback game. So we'll see how they respond. You know, are they going to get complacent? Like, we already got this, dude. It's just going to, the points just happen. Like, like it's not going to be like the Chargers game against the Chiefs. Nope. You're going to have to earn everything that you get. But, I mean, and I think it's going to be, I mean, is it going to come down to defense or offense? You know, I mean, what would you think? Well, the Chiefs have, like, the number three defense in the league. So, I mean, can the Raiders... It could be a low-scoring game. Can the Raiders overcome that? I know the Chiefs' offense is also kind of hurting right now. Of course, they're not struggling against the Raiders. I mean, we played them just three weeks ago, and they kicked the shit out of us. So, I don't know, man. It's hard to say. It's really hard to say. I I, want to say... That we could build off this momentum, but it just the the cynic in me is is like, no, dude, like here's the thing. They they get embarrassed against the Vikings, they score zero points, then they come out and kick the living shit out of the Chargers. It would be so Raiders to then go into Arrowhead and get embarrassed by the Chiefs. You know what I mean? Like, why can't we just be like, all right, we're good now. Let's handle our shit. Like I would I don't know. I'm gonna say that the Raiders lose, but I'm gonna say it's a good game and it's close. How's that? I'm going to say that the score will be, we'll say it'll be, uh, it, it's going to be a, a low scoring game-ish. I'll say 24-21, Raiders lose. And I, you know, that's that's not the worst that could happen. You know, we could, like, we'll keep it close. We're going to lose, but they'll 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 probably, they'll beat the spread and, and it'll be something to build off of. But uh, I don't, I just don't think it's our year to beat the fucking condiment kings. I'm going to go 30-28. Close game. Game-winning field goal from Carlson from, like, 55 yards. Did you say 33-28? 30-28. 30-28. All right. So you say Raiders win? Raiders win. All right. So going into, you know, obviously Monday, um, and then, of course, after that, we have the Colts and the Broncos. So the Are they season- going to know? I'm sorry, Matt. Are they going to know, like, is there games that could happen Sunday where by Monday we already know we're eliminated? I don't know. I'd have to look into that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because sometimes, like, that, like as a player, you know, you see something like that, you're all well, F it. You know what I mean? I like, think that the Raiders it's the are— the Chiefs still, but I don't know. I think that the Raiders are playing for uh, Patrick Graham—Patrick Graham. They're Antonio playing for Antonio Pierce. Pierce's job, dude. I don't think that they—I mean, obviously, they want to make the playoffs, but I think that they're playing hard for their coach, which is what you want. Yeah. You want players to play hard for their coach, so— I think that even if they get eliminated, it doesn't matter. They're going to be like, look, we like what we have here. We like what Antonio Pierce is doing. We want him to stay here and keep the job. And so um, I think what what could potentially happen 
is maybe our defense will kind of keep the Chiefs under wraps. Hopefully, I mean, last the last time we played him, it didn't look good. It looked like Reed was running circles around Patrick Graham, dude. He would just wherever we weren't, that's where they threw the ball, and they, they you know, it was just it was disgusting. Well, Marcus Peters is gone now. Yeah, Marcus Peters, dude. Sorry, Marcus Peters, you but suck. Uh, you suck. <laughs> you suck, dude. He needs to retire, bro. That guy sucks. Yeah. He's done. He had a great. He had a good career. You know what I mean. I'll, I'll I'll tip my hat to that. He represents the Bay. I'll tip my hat to that. But hey, he he got his Raider jersey and he's not on our team anymore. Screw that guy. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I feel like our team's kind of. I mean, it, we're a different team. We were under McDaniel's. You know, when we played the Chiefs last. You know, this is a team that's. It, no, we it, weren't. We weren't. Nah, dude. It was Pierce. It was Pierce. Oh. Yeah, dude. I was in. Me- I was in Mexico. Remember? Oh, that. Oh, that's right, huh? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I mean. I like, don't know. I mean. It was rough, dude. It wasn't. I mean, we started out great, fourteen nothing, and then they just couldn't do shit, and we ended Damn. up scoring seventeen points total. Like, hey, it's thirty twenty eight though. I'm sticking with it. <laughs> I'm sticking fair, with it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, all right. Well, I guess we'll see what uh, what happens in the meantime. Raider Nation, we just want to thank you guys again for tuning in, and a very happy holidays to all of you guys who you know who celebrate the holidays, and yeah. for those who don't, you know, happy end of the year feliz navidad yeah hopefully the the end of the year gives you brings you guys happiness and joy with your families and 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 you're able to you know have some together time and and hopefully we'll all be cheering on and watching the raiders victory on monday you know and it. uh looking to start the new year off on a high note right um on a on a on a raiders victorious note so let's see the the after the chiefs though the next game would be the new year's eve huh is it new year's eve because because new year's day i think is on a monday isn't it Oh yeah, you're right. That's right. So we'll be watching the game in uh, in possibly in, up north, possibly though. in NorCal. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We're gonna go see uh, the Lunsfords. Yes, we're coming. And, and they know we're coming, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're yeah, not just gonna yeah. show up. We let them know. We. You hear that, Lunsfords? We're coming to we're see you. We're coming for you. <laughs> Large Marge sent us. <laughs> and hell's coming with me. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. We did two Kurt Russell movies right now at the same time for you guys keep account. Those uh, two Kurt Russells right off the bat. Wait, which one did you do? Oh, wait, no, you I did, did Pee Wee Herman, Herman, bro. Herman, uh, <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking Pork Chop Express, like, dude. Wait a second. Was Kurt Russell in Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure? <laughs> yeah, he was Large Marge. He was dude. Large Marge, bro. <laughs> you tell him I'm coming. What the hell is that? Don't, Don't tell, tell me. me. <laughs> All right, right. Top three Kurt Russell movies. Oh, man. For sure, Big Trouble in Little China. It's number one, dude. Number one. And uh, another one that I love, we'll go Tombstone, Overboard. You like to? Yeah, okay. I can, it's hard to argue with that. It's hard to argue with that. I love Overboard, dude, with Goldie Hawn. That's a classic, bro. With the, yeah. With the, that's a great okay, movie. Okay, these are mine. I got something better than Overboard. Top three Kurt Russell movies. Number one, obviously, is going to be Big Trouble in Little China. Number two, The Thing. Oh, yeah. Right? Over Tombstone. Over No, and number three is Tombstone. Okay. Right? Uh, all good. Uh, but the I mean, thing The Thing is good, The bro. Thing is it's incredible, one of my favorite dude. horror movies yeah. of all time. One so, of my top three. And Raider Nation, if you I'll, haven't ever seen I'll those three movies, you are doing yourself a major disservice. Yeah, Go watch them. Check those out. Go watch Great those holiday, movies. holiday movies. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Well, that'll do it for us here on uh, this episode of- uh, Christmas episode. And this special Christmas holiday cheer, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, New Year's, Winter Solstice, whatever you celebrate, uh, episode- Sort of down with the ship, 
And uh, we will see you next time, hopefully, with a Raiders victory to talk about. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Till then, Raider Nation, happy holidays to you and your family. From us here at Down With The Ship, we appreciate the continued support. We'll see you next time. This has been Maddie Mayhem with Sean Carnage. Raiders! Peace out. Raiders.